All right, today we're going to talk about the derbies that happened. Uh, one happened in Germany, the other one happened in Italy. But let's start with the one in Germany. So this one is the biggest one, and I'm not—I don't say is the biggest one as in just like derbies in general, but like as in in every way, in every way, the house was fully packed, sold out. Bushel Dortmund is known; they have the biggest attended game-wise. Like nobody goes to football games like their fan base and again the house is packed and it's in a home game as they call themselves the yellow wall anyway coming into this game there was a lot of hypes Dorman is always like you're really not sure how they're going to perform like you just never know sometimes they'll perform what you expect them as in just like bowing down to Bayern Bayern gets their goals and the game's over and you know the excitement goes away immediately really because like we all know what's coming it, it's like every three years, maybe Bayern is not the strongest. You know what I mean? So they're like, Borussia Dortmund, every three years, they become a very strong team. So now they're in a the cycle where uh, Borussia Dortmund is like rebuilding themselves. And Bayern is where they're pretty much like Bayern in mid-progress. Like they're still good, but they're still like got some kinks to cork it out. You know what I mean? And this was a great game. This, I mean, Bayern at the moment... They are pretty much in form. The last two games, they were undoubtedly better team. And it kind of looked like they were getting something going here. So coming in this game, you assume that like Bayern is just going to do the same. You know, because Borussia Dortmund, their last Premier League game, they lost. You get what I'm saying? And yes, they had a good Champions League game. But that's like, they're different. For some reason, like Borussia Dortmund is a team that's like, they're like the wild card when it comes to the Champions League. But in the Bundesliga, like... It seems like everybody knows their tactic. You know what I'm saying? It's like, if one team can't figure it out, every three Bundesliga game they play, one game they're just like, they lose it. You know, They're basically the Atlanta, Atalanta. They're basically the Atalanta of the Bundesliga. So you expect that Bucher Dormans to like, bow down to Bayern, and we can move on with our day. So the game starts, and, you know, Bucher Dormans usual, they're not, they're not a team who ever backs off. It's like a bunch of stars in there who are really... Advertising themselves for the big big stage, you know what I mean? Like Joe Billington right now, he's going dude, the dude has to go to Real Madrid. That's the only path I see him going. He needs to go there. Anyway, yeah, players like him, Dembele's, Harlem, these players come from there and they go to like bigger club because they're established now. So Dorman has the privilege of like having these players who are just working their tail off at the coming peak of their career, you know? So anyway. The players was off the bat chart. You know, they're playing. Bayern has not lost a step. They look very comfortable. They were just passing around. They were kind of really choking uh, Dorman because Dorman was just playing the game of like, just hold it back and whenever they lose the ball and just go at it. Little about the lineup. You know, Bayern started uh, Musiala in like in the middle attack and then they had Sonny and Mane in the left and the right. And then they put Gnabry at the front. Which was surprising to me. But that's that's basically their strong. This is their strong team right here. And other other than obviously Kimmich not in the mid. Other than that, Griska's there. And then the back you got the you got the you got the guys. You got the guys that you need. So Bayern came in this game not playing around, basically. Okay? And then Boucher Dermans on the other side. I mean there's not there's not too many guys that wow you. I mean the fact that like, you know, Bellington is like the main guy tell should tell you a lot. They got Mukumbu, who is still very young, and you can see that he's still, like, every year this kid gets better. And eventually, I think we're going to see 
you know, what he's capable of. But right now, you know, he's still in the beginning stage. And you got Anthony who just came in for Harlem, you know. But really, there's a big, you know, question, you know. But, but there's a big quotation there because, come on, the comparison is silly. But anyway, he came in. So you're assuming that, like, you know, he was going to start. He didn't start because he just, he was not having it. So the game is going and Byron just, like, choking him. And then out of nowhere, Gretzko just shoots that ball and he goes in. Like, I didn't even understand how that ball went in. But that's what happens when you're playing against quality players. Bayern didn't have much of a tactic. They just had quality players. And so, Grisco shoot the ball. It's a goal. one nothing, And the game slowly kind of like, you know, changes a little bit. Dorman's still kind of coming out. A little bit playing. But, and then Sané gets the other goal. And that, that was it. So, you're basically saying like, okay, well, good, you know, good play guys. But it's one of those nights. Mukumbu and Anthony made a great connection for the first goal they got. And after that, the game was like, okay, okay, you know, could Bayern kind of like, they were they were getting it. And Dorman was just getting like more charged up, you know. And as the, went, the game went on, you can see the Dorman can score. But you could also see the Bayern can score. Bayern, Bayern had like a bunch of chances and they just weren't scoring. You know, it just, it just wasn't their day. And really, I think they were like, we already have two goals. There's no reason to like, you know, you know, get crazy. Let's just chill out. You know, uh, Davey just got hurt here. You know, that was pretty crazy. Let's just not get too serious. And as they were winding down, Dorman was winding up, okay? And out of nowhere, the guy who misses a sitter, okay? Anthony could have made it 2-2, but he just completely misses it. That's why he's not, he should not be compared to Holland. Shame. Anyway, so at the last minute, Homie gets another chance across and gets a great, I mean, it was, it was a fairy tale. I mean, the whole crowd went nuts. People were losing. I'm sure somebody fainted. I'm sure there's a fan out there who definitely fainted because it was, it was nuts. Okay. So, you know, Dorman celebrated like they won the game. And I think as they should, because they worked their tail off and they got it. After the game, they asked American, hey man, you know, you guys were great. You were very motivated. How about, how about the league? Are you guys feel like you're going to win this year? <laughs> and he paused for a second. He's like, hey, man, how about you just slow down? We tie the game. We didn't even win this game, okay? How about, how about we just slow? We'll see. That's what he said. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, it tells you how much they're like. It doesn't matter what It doesn't matter what place Bayern is in. Bayern is going to win the Bundesliga. No doubt about it. That's it. Anyway, the other game that happened in Spain is uh, Real Madrid and Cavate. And Cavate was basically just shielding their goal you know what i mean they were just hoping whatever it is what it, the whole game was just boring it just it looked like they were just a practice for real madrid like real madrid was just going at it and then Qatar was just basically stopping them going at it stopping them That's, that was the whole game really and it was kind of upsetting because real madrid was missing a bunch of chances but at the end they only got one goal and the game was over and i was so happy the game was over that's it that's all i can say in the premier league you had southampton and man city I mean, the game was straight up predictable, but it's it's crazy how predictable it's becoming. Pep is literally putting the gear backwards. He's like, yo, 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 stop at four goals, get everybody out, get a new players in, because we just need to chill out. We got to save this energy for the Champion League, and as they should. So anyway, Haaland, again, got a goal. Didn't have his best game, but still got a goal. Anyway, going to Italy. Italy, that was the big one. AC Milan, Juventus. Was it a big game? Not really. 
the outcome was very predictable. I mean, really, let's think about it. This is, I mean, Juve cannot fire their coach simply because it takes about $39 million to fire him, something around there. And they can't even afford to fire him. They don't have that money. So they technically have to suffer through the way they're playing. And the choices this guy made, he got a bunch of B players. Okay, a bunch of B players. Like, everywhere. And the fans are expecting, what, to produce an A-plus players? There's no way. The results should have been very predictable. Okay? They had B players. They played against A players. And they lost. The quality was simply the difference. Giroud has redefined himself in AC Milan, okay? Zalta, Zalta who is Giroud, okay? And, uh, yeah, I mean, this game was pretty much handed to AC Milan. I don't understand why Kane is not being played as much as he should. It seemed like they gave up on him. They literally brought two strikers. They had him. Juve will be lucky if they make a top four, honestly. PSG played. Lionel Messi was not playing. Uh, he has a cap problem from the Benfica game. And, you know, it showed. It showed the lack of creativity without Lionel Messi. Because, I mean, this game, they kind of just kind of... It seemed like the game where it, they kind of just chilled out. They let they let, they let let some of the players rest, you know. And they let some of the new players get some get some time in there. And it made sense, right? It get, get these midfielders some time. Get these, get these strikers some time. Because it's just been these three guys. Let's push it up a little bit. It was fine. But to be honest, in the beginning of the game, Remy were just on them. From the beginning of the game, they were just on them. They were creating chances. Okay. But again, PSG also created chances. You know what I'm saying? And after that red car. And the red car, if anybody's confused. I don't know. Ramos gets a ye- yellow card for trying to trip the guy. As he does. As Ramos does his thing. And... And he, he's like complaining to the ref about, hey, man, you're not supposed to give me that yellow card. You know, whatever. And then he might have said something out of line. That's that's what the ref said. He said something out of line. And he gave him another yellow. So, therefore, a red. So, that's how he got the red. Anyway, moving on. He got a red. So, now they have three players in the back. And they have Danilo back there. And Danilo was great today. He was he was, he was great. But when Neymar came in, the, the game kind of changed a little bit. You know, they were creating more chances. There was more movement going on. And there was a little, you know, sass into the game. And eventually, was it, a ball was created for Neymar. And it was a sitter. He misses. Kelly Mbappe had a sitter. He misses. So, they had a tie game. And with nine men. And that itself is a victory, I think. Because they should have lost this game, at least by two goals, in my opinion. You know? The fact they defended well enough to where they didn't get those goals in. That right there is a victory right there for them. Anyway, yeah, that's all I got. Uh, we'll talk about the other games tomorrow.